There's power in the name of. There's healing in the name of. There's salvation in the name of. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefu of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Nkefu is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now... Here's today's message. Hallelujah. How many of you are pastors? How many of you are pastors? Pastors. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, it's a blessing to be here. Um, to be speaking to pastors. Um, it's, it's, it's one of the things that the Lord has asked me to do in the recent several years I have in my church a church group conference I think this year should be the seventh or the yeah, seventh year the seventh year the first Three or four years, I held it in the cathedral. And it was more to encourage my own pastors, my own leaders um, to grow our churches. But about three or four years ago, the Lord spoke to my heart. And He said, I want you to open up the conference. And I want you to use it to encourage uh, the pastors, especially pastors of small ministries, small churches to grow their churches. And so by the grace of God for the last couple of years we have opened up the conference and each year in September thousands of pastors uh, and church workers gather to um, take part in the conference. Na kwa miaka michache iliyopita kwa neema ya Mungu amemsaidia I normally also have international speakers, I have Bishop Musa Sono, uh, one of the mega church pastors of our day from South Africa coming to speak, uh-huh. other ministers also coming to speak. Uh-huh. Last year for the first time I invited my father in ministry Bishop Dark who has trained me to be a pastor appointed me as a pastor ordained me into the ministry consecrated me as a bishop and uh, gave me the go ahead for the conference I invited him for the first time Mark and last year he was there 
uh, preaching himself also mwaka uliopita alimwalika baba wake wa kiroho ambaye ni askofu dark ambaye yeye ndiye aliyemwapisha kuwa mchungaji ambaye amemlea katika huduma sasa mwaka uliopita ndio ilikuwa mara yake ya kwanza kumwalika huyo askofu dark kuja kusomsa katika mabano on the last day of the conference last year i think there were anywhere between about 4 to 5000 people pastors workers uh, church members there so the conference has grown to become a huge conference we are encouraging pastors to grow their churches and uh, by the grace of god we've started going to other parts of our country uh, going to other nations to speak about church growth aha mwaka uliopita siku ya mwisho kulikuwa na wachungaji karibu 1500 ambao walihudhuria kwa neema ya Mungu hilo kongamano limekuwa kubwa na bwana amewahimiza waende kwa mataifa ili wasumzie wachungaji na viongozi kuhusu kukuza kanisa I want to thank Pastor Jimmy Masharia his uh, dear wife for the invitation to come and speak at this conference Takumshukuru mchungaji Jimmy Masharia na mke wake kukaribisha kusoma very great honor for me and Pastor Jimmy I want to say thank you for the invitation Niheshima kubwa sana mchungaji Jimmy asante kwa mwaliko wako and I'm here with uh, one of my key assistant pastors at my cathedral uh, reverend cafe can you please stand up in uh, his wife Judith huyo ni msaidizi wake mchungaji ambaye anamheshimu na mke wake hao ambao wamesimama kawapungia mkono let us pray father thank you for the opportunity to share your word one more time this morning to pastors asante kwa nafasi hii bwana tena kwa kunipatia muda kuzungumza neno hili that we have large churches ni hamu yako ya kwamba tuwe na makanisa makubwa holy spirit we pray for wisdom for impartation na upitisho for anointing for church growth na upako wa makanisa kukua i pray that in these few days naomba kwamba siku chache hizi every ministry here will be impacted ya kwamba kila huduma hapa itakuwa every pastor must have a vision for a large church kila mchungaji ni vizuri awe na maono ya kuwa na kanisa pana a pastor who does not listen a pastor who does not have a vision for a large church mchungaji ambaye hana maono understand why you are a pastor Mchungaji ambaye ana maono ya kuwa na kanisa kubwa hajafahamu kwa nini yeye ni mchungaji. I heard Bishop Oyedepo says that if you are a church you are a pastor and your church is small and it's not growing you should report yourself to the police station for you to be arrested. Alisikia wakati mmoja askofu Yadabu akisema kwamba kama una kanisa ndogo na alikui ni vizuri uripotiwe kwa polisi ushikwe ili upelewe katika police station. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you understand it? A pastor's most appropriate vision What? must be to have a lot of people enter the kingdom of God. Kila mchungaji ni vizuri awe na maono haya kwamba watu wengi waweze kwenda katika ufalme wa Mungu. I always tell pastors do not be afraid of the term church growth or mega church. Some pastors get jittery and they they even think that it is proud when, when, when you say i 
have a mega church or I want a mega church. Wachungaji wengine huona kwamba labda ni kiburi kusema kwamba tinina kanisa kubwa ama mimi natoka katika kanisa kubwa. In the early 90s when our church was very small uh, Bishop Dark called the church the mega church. Aha, miaka ile ya 90 yule askofu wake ambaye ni Dark alikuwa anaita kanisa lao ya kwamba kanisa lao ni kubwa. Now I would appreciate if you can you see don't don't, don't translate everything summarize the key points and thank you be fast okay uh-huh. very good you are anointed amen. amen hallelujah now at that time the church was quite small wakati kanisa ilikuwa ndogo but he called the church the mega church lakini aliita kanisa kuwa ni kubwa in the cathedral in which i pastor now wakati mahali napohubiri sasa that was our first international headquarters hapo ndio mahali paupa kanisa kuwa na we had on the the stage wall a big writing the mega church ya kwamba pale mbele wameandika kwamba hilo kanisa ni kubwa and and i've brought it back so when you come to the cathedral now you see the mega church ukija pale utaona hiyo hicho kipandiko kimekuwa pale but at that time many pastors were angry with us aha wakati wa wachungaji wengi walikasirika why do you call yourself the mega church kwa nini mnajiita kanisa kubwa hallelujah but you see you must not be afraid of the term the mega church because when you have a large church pastors listen to me when you have a large church all that it means is that a lot of souls have been won into the kingdom of the lord unapokuwa na kanisa kubwa inamaanisha kwamba nafsi nyingi zimekuja katika ufalme wa Mungu if your church has 10 people it means that through your ministry only 10 people have entered into the kingdom of god ukua na kanisa la watu 10 inamaanisha kwamba ni watu 10 tu ambao wamekuja katika ufalme wa Mungu if your church has 50 people 100 people then it means that through the call of god upon your life only 50 people or 100 people have entered into the kingdom of god kama una kanisa la watu 50 na 100 na maanisha tu ni hao tu peke yako 100 ama 50 ndio wamekuja katika ufalme wa Mungu but you see god wants us to be fruitful lakini Mungu angependa tuweze kuzaa in john 15:8 jesus said herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit yohana 15:15 nane nasema kwamba eti moyo wa baba ni kwamba tukaweze kuzaa matunda so is glorified you bring honor you bring excellence you bring praise you you bring upliftment you bring exaltation to the name of god when you have a lot of people in your church that have come from the kingdom of darkness into the glorious kingdom of jesus christ bwana utukuso wakati unapokuwa na watu wanaotusunguka wakao wamekuja kanisani hilo jambo mpatia mungu tukufu Hallelujah. Amen. So the most ap- listen to this the most appropriate vision of a pastor is to have a large church. Maono ya mchungaji inasali kuwa na kanisa kubwa. Any pastor here who doesn't have a vision I would advise you to leave the conference right now. You are wasting your time here. Mchungaji yote hapa hapa ambaye hana maono nitakuwa kuuliza uondoe katika No you are wasting your time. I want to ask you a question. What is your vision as a pastor? Are you a businessman? 
Wewe ni mfanyabiashara? These days pastors are interested in doing business. Wakati huu wachungaji wengi wanafanya biashara. Attaching business to the ministry. Wanajaribu kuchanganya biashara na huduma. Making money. Wakitengeneza pesa. Desiring for riches. Wakiwa na hamu ya kutajirika. But God did not call you to become a businessman. Bwana Mungu hakukuita uwe mfanyabiashara. In Matthew 4:19 when Jesus met Peter he said follow me and I will make you fishers of men. You are a fisher, you fish fish. You are in the fishing industry. But I want you to follow me and I'm going to turn your life around and transform you into somebody who fishes for the souls of dying men. Yesu akamwambia akamwambia Petro kwamba ningependa nikufanye kuwa mvuvi wa watu. Hallelujah. Your vision should not be somebody who travels around the world. Maoni yako yasaili kuwa uwe mtu tu ambao unasunguka kila mahali ulimwengu hapa. Your vision should not be for fame and popularity. Maoni yako yasaili kuwa ya kwamba tujulikane na uonekane kila mtu hapa. These days pastors we want to be famous. Ni vizuri mchungaji ndio kujulikana. We want to be popular. Ni vizuri kujulikana kila mahali. Amen. Amen. For many many years My father in ministry bishop dark was off television. Kwa miaka kadhaa iliyopita baba yake vilambavu amesema hivyo. For many 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 years. Even though he had a huge ministry he was off television. Aha, kwa miaka mingi hata lijakuwa na kanisa kubwa yeye hakuwa anaonekana kwa TV. And you see pastors who are meeting in classrooms and under tents who have nothing and the on television unapata wachungaji hauna chochote lakini uko tv runinga being on television is not what makes you into a pastor kuwa katika runinga ikufanyi wewe kuwa mchungaji our ministry in ghana has some of the largest i mean the cathedrals where the bishops are have some of the largest churches in ghana and most of our bishops are not on television huduma yao kule Ghana ni mojawapo ma kanisa wa kanisa pana katika nje ya Ghana lakini maaskofu wengi wako kaka runinga that is not what makes you a pastor runinga ikufanyi kuwa mchungaji you say you are a pastor why are your sheep why are your sheep kondo zako siko wapi kama wewe ni mchungaji you say you are a pastor unasema wewe ni mchungaji why are your sheep kondo zako siko wapi you should be thinking about sheep ungestahili uwe na kondoo ya amen so that is why we are at this conference that god has brought us to this conference to speak to our heart about the need for us to have a vision to have thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people in our churches people who have been translated from the kingdom of satan and into the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Ndokobana bwana ametuletea hapa ili tufahamu kwamba tunahitaji kuwa na maelfu na maelfu ya watu ambao ambao wako falme wa giza na kuingia katika falme wa Mungu. And the good news is that God wants to give you a mega church. Na habari njema ni kwamba bwana angependa akupe kanisa kubwa. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants to give you a mega church. Bwana angependa kukupa kanisa kubwa. In some two embassies said ask of me and I will give you the hidden for the inheritance and the utmost part of the world for thy possession. Maandiko nasema kwamba niuliza nami nitakupatia mataifa kwa urithi wako na kila eneo la dunia kwa urithi wako. In Job 8:7 he said though thy beginning was small yet thy latter end should great 
increase ya kwamba ingawaje mwanzo wako ulikuwa mdogo lakini mwisho wako utakuwa mkubwa in executor sister the seven said i will yet for this be inquired of by the house of israel to do it for them i will multiply them with men Aha. like a flock Amen. Katika hiyo kitabu cha Ezekiel anasema kwamba although ninyi nyumba ya Israeli nini ni wachache lakini nataka niwafanye kuwa makundi ama kundi kubwa God wants to multiply sheep to you. Mungu angependa kuwaongeza. Receive multiplication of sheep in the name of Jesus. Pokea upako wa kuongezeka kwa jina Hallelujah. Amen. Receive multiplication of sheep. Amen. And a lot of the problems that pastors have will be solved if we had bigger churches. Shida nyingi ambazo wachungaji tuko nazo sitaweza kuisha kama tutakuwa na makanisa makubwa. Many of you pastors you don't have anybody to work with. You do all the work on your own. You lead a prayer meeting, you are in charge of the choir, you are in charge of the administration. I mean you are you are just moving around very tired sweating all the time because you don't have anybody. But when the church is large When when the church is large you have so many workers helping you. Wakati kanisa ni kubwa utapata ukiwa na watenda kasi wengi wa kukusaidia kufanya kazi. Yeah. I mean I be here and I've been sleeping soundly. Ako hapa namekuwa kilala vizuri. In our church every Sunday we have six adult services. We have many 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 services for the children. In our 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 children service alone we have more than a thousand uh, children and i am here last last sunday i was here yesterday i was here and i am very calm i am peaceful you know i am not worried who is preaching at the services what is going on because i have helpers who are helping anasema ana kanisa kubwa kila jumapili ana ibada nyingi lakini yeye yuko hapa amelala ametulia ana jambo linamtatisa maana ana watenda kazi wengi wanafanya kazi kule alikotoka Ghana many pastors are poor many pastors don't have money you don't have money to buy a car a car is not a luxury a car is something that a pastor must must be able to have to visit the ship to do evangelism to travel around to plant churches many 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 pastors cannot afford why because there's no money and there's no money because there's nobody in the church but when there are a lot of people the the income of the church will increase and you'll be able to do, to execute every aspect of the vision in the ministry that God has given to you wakati kanisa ni kubwa na na kuwa na pesa za kutosha utapata kasi ya kufanya kasi ya uchungaji kiwa rahisi na wewe hautatatizika kamwe haleluya amen if the income is good you can do evangelism wakati wakati mapato yako ni mazuri unaweza fanya kasi evangelistic bishop dag moves into countries with trucks with crusade equipment sometimes they have about 20 long trucks about 50 or more buses you know and they arrive in different countries to have to hold mass crusades you can never do that if you don't have money and you cannot have money if you don't have people in the church so having people in the church and having a lot of them you see it 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 helps you to to fulfill all aspect of your ministry kuwa na watu wengi kanisani 
kutakusaidia kutimiza lengo lako katika huduma amen amen as i'm speaking right now we are we are we are having about 450 different building projects anaposunguka saa hizi ana majengo 450 tofauti kule ambako anataka kujenga kule alikotoka hundreds of thousands of dollars in different countries wananunua mashamba maploti ya pesa nyingi kwa kila nchi that is only made possible if the church is large hiyo inawezekana tu wakati kanisa ni pana makubwa how many of you can understand that if the church is large you can have a lot of people to pray all the time kanisa ni kubwa unaweza kuwa na watu wakiomba kila wakati amen The church is built on prayer. Kanisa linajengwa katika maombi. Prayer is the oil for the ministry. Maombi ndio mafuta ya huduma. And there must be prayer going on all the time. Kuna sisi kuwa na maombi kiendelea kila wakati. When the church is small, you can have many prayer meetings. Wakati kanisa ni dogo huwezi kuwa na maombi yoyote yale. Amen. In my church As my cathedral, we have what we call prayer rotation. Every day a different group of people are praying throughout the whole month. There's a timetable. From first of the month to the 30th or the 31st, there is prayer. And it is different different people not the same people different people you cannot do that if you don't have a lot of people and god said my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations there isn't much prayer in our churches and that is why the devil is fighting us that is why the devil is scattering our churches amen we need a lot of prayer but that is only made possible when you have a lot of people can i have an amen amen can i have an amen amen when the church is large you can have miracles you can have signs and wonders when a lot of people gather there is increased faith and expectation when we are having a miracle service and there are only five people there even you don't have much faith Hallelujah. Amen. So the point I'm trying to make is that there are many many very good reasons why a pastor must have a vision to build a large church. kuna sababu nyingi sana ambazo mchungaji anasema kuwa nazo And God's desire is that our churches will be filled. Na moyo wa Mungu ni kwamba makanisa yetu yakaweze kujaa. Amen. Amen. In Luke chapter 14, Luka 14, Jesus spoke about the story of a certain man who organized a supper and invited people. Yesu anasomsia kuhusu hadithi ya mtu mmoja ambaye alitayarisha karamu na akaalika watu. And when the time came, 
The Bible said that they all with one accord made excuses why they couldn't come. Wakati ulipofika wengi walipeana visababu ya kwamba hawatakuja. But that master lakini yule bwana he did not want to have an empty party. Yeye ile ile gharamu yake haikuishia kuwa bila watu. Isi pastors don't be satisfied when you enter the church and the church is empty. Mchungaji usiridhike unapoingia kanisani na kanisa ina watu. You must not be happy. Unasaili ukose kuwa na furaha. And it is sometimes pastors are happy. Even though there's nobody in the church. Wakati mwingine wachungaji wana kuwa na furaha wakati kuna tudisa katika kanisa. And the reason is that the income is able to pay you a little. Na kwa sababu tu yale mapato yanakusaidia ku give you somewhere to sleep itakupatia kula na kunywa na something to eat and something to eat na kitu chakula and you are able to pay your children's school fees na unaweza kulipa kare watoto wako and because of that na kwa sababu hiyo you are okay unasikia umeridhika whenever i have the opportunity to go around our our missions wakati fulani alipata nafasi ya kutembea kusunguka akifanya kazi omisheni I tell our missionaries. Wanaambia wa missionary wao, don't be comfortable. Usiridhike. Don't be comfortable. Usiridhike. It is not about your meeting your personal needs. Hii haihusu kutoselesha mahitaji yako. It is about souls entering into the kingdom. Hii inahusu nafsi kuja katika ufalme. Look, even hell is undergoing renovation. Hata jahanamu inapita kipindi gumu wakati nafsi inakuja kwa Yesu. In Isaiah 5 the Bible says that for hell has enlarged itself. Maandiko yanasema kwamba jahanamu imepanua mdomo. Hell has enlarged itself. Imejipanua imekuwa swallowing thousands upon thousands. Ikimeza maelfu sa watu. Hallelujah. And that is why God wants his church to be filled. Ndio kama Mungu angependa makanisa yetu yajae. The master told the servant, go to the street, go to the highways, go to the byways, go to the markets, go everywhere and compel the people to come in. Yule bwana akaambia watendakazi wake, nendeni kwa mitaa, nendeni kila mahali, muahimise watu wakuje kwenye hii karamu. Hallelujah. Amen. Compel the people to come in. Waimize na kuambia watu wakuje kwenye hii karamu. Why? Kwa nini? Why? Luke 14:23 Luke 14:23 14:23 Then the master said to the servant go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled Hivyo Bwana akaambia watendakazi wake nendeni kila mahali mkaambia watu wakuje ili nyumba yangu ikaweze kujaa Pastors listen to me Sikilizeni wachungaji It may not be your desire but the desire of god is that his house may be filled inaweza kuwa sio moyo wako mchungaji lakini moyo wa mungu ni ya kwamba nyumba yake kaweze kujaa how many of you want church growth how many of you want large churches now watch this if in your heart you can have a desire for the house of god to be filled he will fill the church kama una hamu ya kwamba nyumba ya mungu ijaye basi utajaza nyumba ya Mungu. He will fill the church. Hiyo nyumba ya Mungu itajaa. Jesus said in Matthew 
Yesu alisema Matthew 5 Blessed are they that test and hunger after righteousness for they shall be filled. Yesu akasema kwamba imebarikiwa wale walio na kiu na njaa haki maana wataweza kujazwa. You give food to the hungry. Unapatiana chakula kwa aliye na njaa. You give water to the thirsty. Unapatiana maji kwa yule aliye na kiu. How many of you realize that when you drink water and you are full it is very difficult to drink some more. So when God doesn't see a desire, when God doesn't see see a vision in you to have a large church You cannot have a church. Wakati Bwana anapokuangalia aone kwamba huna moyo wa kuwa na kanisa kubwa, basi huwezi kuwa na kanisa kubwa. Hallelujah. Amen. And the reason why many ministries are dying is because there is no vision. Kile kitu kinachofanya makanisa mengi haikueni kwa sababu hakuna maono. Because Proverbs 29:18 says, "Where there is no vision, the people perish." So you die, you go down, you disappear if you lack a vision. Ukikosa maono utakufa utapotea hautaonekana kwa maana hauna maono God look at me God wants to save the whole world Mungu angependa kuokoa ulimwengu wote The Bible says in John 3:16 for God so loved the world for God so loved the world the world not the physical world but the people in the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life god loves the world god loves this world god loves all the people in this world ya kwamba mungu alipenda ulimwengu mungu anapenda ulimwengu watu wote ambao katika ulimwengu mungu anawapenda hallelujah amen in first Timothy 2:4 the bible says that god does not want any to perish But his desire is that all will come to the knowledge of the truth. The truth that he loves them. Ya kwamba Mungu angependa mtu yote apotee, bali moyo wake ni kwamba kila mmoja aweze kufikia uzima kwa maana anawapenda watu wake. Second Peter 3:9, the Bible says that it is it is the will of God that all will come to repentance. Ya kwamba mapenzi ya Mungu ni ya kwamba kila mmoja akawese kutubu. Pastors, we must know the heart of God. We must know the heart of God. Tunastahili kama wachungaji kujua moyo wa Mungu. Align ourselves to the heart of God. Na tuweze kujishikamanisha na moyo wa Mungu. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is why we have gathered here. Ndio kama tumekusanyika hapa. So I just wanted to demystify in your heart and in your mind the concept of church growth and the mega church alitaka tukutujulisha na tufahamu ya kwamba kuwa na kanisa kubwa inamaanisha nini may god impregnate you with a vision for a mega church mungu na aweke ndani yenu maono ya kuwa na kanisa kubwa i said may god impregnate you with a vision for a mega church mungu na aweke ndani yenu maono makubwa ya kuwa na kanisa kubwa hallelujah Now I want us to start on a journey. Nataka tuanze safari. To start on a journey. Safari. The journey to church growth. Safari ya kukua kwa kanisa. What must we do to experience church growth? Tutafanya nini ndio tuone kanisa likikua? Isi 
It is like when a young man has seen a young lady that he likes. Ni kama wakati kijana ameona msichana akitaka kumuoa. You you can't just take her to your house and stay with her. Ni wewe tu kumchukua na kumpelea kwa nyumba. You have to go through processes. Kumbaka upitie viwango fulani njia fulani. You have to approach her. Umuende, you have to talk to her nicely. Vizuri. You have to charm her. Uweze kumfurahisha. You have to see the family. Uone yao. You have to do engagement. Mbaka mufanye hiyo mtumbi. You have to present items. Mbaka mu so many things. Mfanye mambo mengi. Before you bring her to your house. Ili ndio umlete kwa nyumba. Even the government you have to sign to the government you know for the government also to agree that this is something that is legal mbaka pia uweke sahihi na serikali ya kwamba nimefanya jambo hili kisheria before you bring her to your house kabla umlete katika nyumba you want her to take off her clothing it takes a long time hili ndio mfanya mambo mengine inachukua muda mrefu so church growth is a journey hivyo kukua kwa kanisa ni safari and over this few moments that we have na ndahutakakuwa nao as much as time allows us i want to begin to take us on this journey kwa muda utaturuhusu ningependa niwachukue kwa safari hii hallelujah amen now come with me to matthew chapter 13 fungua nami kitabu cha madhayo Matthew chapter 13 verse 33 Matthew chapter 13 verse 33 Madayo 33 Another parable speak he unto them The kingdom of God is like unto living which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened All right another parable spake unto them the kingdom of heaven listen to this the kingdom of heaven is like unto living verse 33 which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened hallelujah amen now another translation says the nlt says jesus also used this as illustration the kingdom of heaven is like the yeast like the yeast do you know what yeast is eh do you use yeast in kenya all right the kingdom of heaven is like the yeast a woman used in making bread even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour it permeated every part of the dough hallelujah hmm? the niv says he told them still another parable the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into a large amount of flour until it went all through the dough and the best of them all is a contemporary english version jesus 
also said, the kingdom of heaven is like what happens when a woman misses a little yeast into three big batches of flour. Finally, all the dough rises. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, in this parable, Jesus is showing us that yeast or living has influence on the kingdom of God. Now, do you know what yeast is? Eh? Is there anybody who bakes bread here? Is there anybody who who bakes bread? Do you bake bread? Eh? Mama Mess, you break bread? Bread. Do you know how bread is baked? Do we eat bread in Kenya? Is that bread in Kenya? Alright. Now, when we are baking bread, okay, I used to bake bread with my mother when I was little. You take the flour, you add water to it, you add some salt, depending on how you want it to taste. For example, if you want it to taste sugary, you add some sugar. And then you sort of mix it. And then the flour becomes a dough. How many of you understand that? Okay. Now, this is the trick. This is the trick. If you leave that dough alone, it will never rise. It will never rise. But if you want the bread to rise and become big, you have to add a substance called yeast. Is there yeast in this country? Yes. Eh? Do they add it? When you add it, it causes the, the dough to rise. Hallelujah. Eh? Can I have your bag? I need a bag. I need an empty lady's bag. Empty. Empty lady's bag. There are a lot of things in ladies' bag. Or a bag. Can, can I have that big bag? Yes. Bring it. Is there something in it? It's okay. I'll use this one. Is there something in it? <laughs> now watch this. Angalia hii back. Watch this. Back. Tony. When you prepare oh, I need something <laughs> flexible, flexible. Flexible. <laughs> I want to show you something. Can I have a, a flexible ladies bag? Ladies have too many things in their bags. You see that's the problem. Too many things. Eh? Okay, this one. Listen. I want to show you something. You see, look at me. 
I want to show you why the church go conference is important. No, I think this one is okay. When you prepare the dough, this is how it is. Flour, water, sugar, salt, this is how it is. But if you want it to become like this you need to add something to how many of you understand that you need to add something to it yeah. that thing is called yeast it's called yeast what chachu chachu you have to add chachu Don't add chachu. The dough will be flat. So let's go back to the scripture. The scripture says the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God. Hmm? The kingdom of God is like what happens. When a woman misses a little yeast into three big batches of flour, finally all the dough rises. Ya kwamba ufalme wa Mungu ni kama mwanamke aliyechukua vipimo vitatu vya unga akaweka chachu ndani basi ule unga ukafura. So the dough will not rise if you don't add yeast to it. Unga ule hautaweza kuongezeka kama hujaweka chachu ndani. Amen. For your church to grow. For your church to grow. You plan the church. You start having services. People start to gather. So now you have planted a church. You have planted a church. That is the flower that you have turned into dough. But for the church to grow. For the church to grow. From 10 people to 20 people to 50 people to 200 people to 500 people to 1000 people you need to add yeast to the church. Ili kanisa likue liongezeke kufikia watu 1000 ni mpaka uongeze chachu katika ule unga. How many of you understand that? Amen. So yeast is an influence. Yeast is a church growth booster. You know, you know the people who do poultry farming. The chicken that we eat there are two types of chicken. There's the local chicken and then there's the imported chicken. What? Now, the broilers within six weeks they are very big and they are very ready to be eaten. Why? Because a lot of chemicals have been injected into them. And those Chemicals is what makes them to become very fat and big. Uh-huh. 
zile vifaranga unajua kuna zile tunaita za kienyeji na zile za kizungu zile za kizungu baada ya wiki sita utapata simefa nini simefurika na kuwa nyama kubwa now in the same way in the same way Vivyo hivyo if your church if your church is going to grow you need to inject the church with certain chemicals that is called the yeast ikiwa kanisa lako litakuwa ni mpaka uongeze kitu ambacho kitafanya kanisa lako kuwa ambacho kinaitwa chachu Jesus said when a woman adds living or yeast to the dough it causes the dough to explode Hallelujah. So listen, this is the point I'm trying to make. The church doesn't just grow. The church must be made to grow. Basi kanisa huwa halikui, kanisa linafanywa kuwa. The church doesn't just grow, it must be made to grow. Kanisa huwa halikui, lazima likuzwe. Pastor, look at me. One of the deceptions or the delusions that pastors have is that as the years go by my church will grow moja wapo ya uongo ambazo tunazo ni kwamba jinsi tunavyokuwa katika miaka kanisa litakuwa yenyewe but actually as the year goes by lakini your, your church can finish ukweli ni kwamba jinsi ambavyo miaka inavyosonga kanisa lako ni kuisha linaisha your church can move from 50 to to 45 to 30 to 20 until there's nobody kanisa linaanza toka watu 50 20 So just as the brothers are injected to become big just as women are yeast to cause the bread to become big your church also must be injected with certain chemicals certain strategies certain ideas that will cause the church to grow jinsi ambavyo unga inaongezwa chachu ili unga ufure na zile ndege pia zinapigwa zina jeki zikue hivyo ndivyo kanisa letu pia lazima ziongezwe vitu tuipige jeki ili kuwe now in our journey for church growth this is the first thing i want you to understand basi katika safari yetu ya ukuzi wa kanisa hili ndilo nataka ujue the church doesn't just grow the church will never just grow the church must be made to grow kanisa huwa halikui kanisa lazima likuzwe when you give birth to a child basi ukimzaa mtoto and the baby comes out of the mother's womb na mtoto anatoka tumboni mwa mzazi that baby will become a man one day basi yule mtoto anakuwa mtu mkubwa but for that baby to become a man lakini ili awe mwanaume ama mwanamke breast milk lazima kuwe na uh, maziwa ya mama there must be food lazima kuwe na chakula there must be different things that must be done to that little baby for that little baby to grow lazima kuwe na vyakula kadhaa ambavyo yule mtoto anapewa ili awe mtu mzima the reason why churches don't grow sababu ya churches lack the yeast that must be added to sababu ambayo inafanya makanisa yetu hayakui ni kwa sababu yamekosa chachu amen yes has influence basi lile chachu lina mguzio mkubwa katika ukuzi katika ukuzi wa unga the word yes or living that jesus used basi lile neno chachu ambalo yesu alilolitumia was translated from the greek word zyme z y m e zyme basi lilitolewa katika neno la Kiyunani zaili. Hallelujah. And zaili means an influence. Azai inamaanisha kwamba ule mguzio ushawishi. Hallelujah. 
Huh? It means an influence. Living is applied to that which though small in quantity, yet by its influence thoroughly pervades a thing, either in a good sense, as in this parable, or in a bad sense. Basi inamanisha kwamba ule yale chachu yanapo ingizwandani kutokana na ushawishi wake inafanya lile jambo ingawaje ni ndogo lakini na hatimai na kuwa kubwa. So pastors, the point I'm trying to make is that that is the reason why we are here. Basi ile jambo na jaribu kusema ni kwamba that at this conference God is going to provide you zaimi. Basi tunapo maliza kongamano hili Mungu atakuwa ametupa zaimi. God is going to provide you with yeast. Atakuwa ametupa chachu. God is going to equip you with growth growth boosters. Basi Mungu atakuwa ametupatia zile viwango vya kupiga jeki. Kanuni. When you go back home you are going to add to your church and when you add it to your church your church is going to explode clap your hands for the Lord hallelujah Chachu. what you need is church now listen there is a difference between church planting and church growth you can bring forth to a child. Unaweza ukaikumzaa mtoto. How many of you have seen human beings who are very old like 50 years but they are very short? Wangapi hapa tutaiona watu wazima lakini ni wafutirikimo? Do you understand it? They are 50 years. Watu wako na miaka 50 years. Miaka 40. 65 years. Miaka 65. A human being. Mtu mzima. He even has a wife. He has a child. But he's like that. Do you know why? Do you know why? In the body. In the body. In the brain. Certain chemicals are produced. They are called growth hormones. The growth hormones causes the human body to grow incrementally incrementally and then the different areas according to the age the people that you see who are like that they lack the growth hormone that is why even though they are 50 years they are very small and they are very short in the same way your church can be 10 years it can be 15 years it can be 20 years if it lacks growth hormones which is the sign the yeast your church will continue always to be hallelujah hallelujah zaimi or yes has influence zaimen ama chachu inaushawishi now hmm are you here or you've gone home in Matthew chapter 16 Jesus said to beware of the living of the Pharisees. Basi Matthew 16 wakasema ya kwamba Look at Matthew chapter 16 5 to 6. Matthew chapter 16 5 to 6. 15 16. Wewe bwana. And when 
Matthew 16, 5 to 6. And when his disciples were come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said unto them, Take heed and beware of the living of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. Walipovuka ngambo ile ingine, Yesu pamoja na wanafunzi wake wakagundua kwamba wamesahau mkate. Yesu wakawambia kwamba mchukue lakini mwe waangalifu kwa wafarisayo na wasudisayo. Now Jesus said, Take heed of the living of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. Basi kawambia mwe waangalifu kwa wafarisayo na wasudisayo. Beware. Mwe waangalifu. Now, in this case, he was talking about the destructive doctrines that was being preached by the Pharisees and the Sadducees. alikuwa anawaambia wao waangalifu kwa mafundisho ya uongo ambayo alikuwa anafundishwa na wale wana mafarisayo. Look at verse 12. Look at verse 12. Verse 12. Msari wa 12. Eh? Verse 11, 11 and 12. 11. Start from 11. How is it that you do not understand that I speak it not to you concerning bread that you should be aware of the living of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees verse 12 Then understood they how that he bade them not beware of the living of the bread but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees Alipokuwa kiwazungumzia juu ya mkate nia yake haikuwa ni mkate lakini ilikuwa ni mafundisho ambayo alikuwa anafundishwa na wale mafarisayo So in this case Jesus was warning them about the destructive teachings of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Hapa Yesu alikuwa anawaonya juu ya mafundisho duni ya mafarisayo na wasudisayo. Now look at 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 6. Korinto wa kwanza 5 mstari wa 6. Your glory this Paul speaking. Your glory is not good. Know ye not that a little living liveneth the whole lamp? So here again, you you can see that Paul is talking about the influence that a living has. Hapa tena Paulo anazungumzia umuhimu ama umuhimu ambao uchachu inayo ama ushawishi wake. Hallelujah. The Corinthian church was full of the spirit of fornication and adultery. Kanisa la Kikorintho ilikuwa imejaa uzinzi na usherati. You remember that there was even somebody there who was sleeping with his father's wife. Unakumbuka hata kwenye hilo hilo kanisa kulikuwa na bwana ambaye alikuwa analala na mke wa baba yake mzazi. And the Corinthians were not doing anything about it. Na Wakorintho hawakuwa analizungumzia. So Paul was saying your glory is not good. Basi Paulo akamwambia utukufu wenu sio vyema. Know ye not that a little living liveneth the whole lamp. Amjajua ya kwamba chachu chachu kidogo tu inaweza kuharibu unga mzima. He was warning them about the destructive effect of the spirit of fornication that they have allowed freely to move in the church. Alikuwa anawaonya kuhusu ile roho ya usherati walioruhusu itembee kihuru sana kanisani. And he was saying that if you don't deal with this spirit it is going to affect the whole church. Na akamwambia kwamba msipokabiliana na roho hili itaweza kuathiri kanisa nzima. Now This is where the revelation comes. Sasa hapa ndio ufunuo unaotokea. If false teachings kama mafundisho ya uongo if false doctrines kama ma, mafundisho ya uongo if 
kama dhambi can take over churches inaweza ikachukua take over people inaweza kuchukua ushukani wa binadamu then i want you to understand basi nataka ujue that teachings on church growth basi ya kwamba mafundisho strategies on church growth mafundisho on church growth can also affect your church in a positive way church juu ya kanisa inaweza kuleta mguzio katika kanisa and can cause your church to grow na inaweza fanya kanisa lako expand na ipanuke and explode na ilipuke so at this conference basi katika kongamano hili i want to share with you three different yes but god is going to give to you nataka kuwafundisha before you go nataka kuwafundisha aina ya chachu tatu ambayo mungu atakupa hatimaye tuondoke as we sit at the conference today basi unapokaa katika kongamano hili kesho the day after na kesho kesho kutwa three things are going to happen to you basi mambo matatu yatakutendekea and those things na hayo mambo you are going to add to your church basi utaenda uyaongeze juu ya kanisa lako and just as the living causes the door to explode na jinsi ambavyo these things are going to cause your church to also explode jinsi ambavyo church inafanya donge linalipuka haya church pia atafanya kanisa lako clap your hands for jesus somebody pigia yesu makofi so three components of the church growth living you are about to receive basi kuna miguzio aina tatu juu ya ukuzi wa kanisa ambao utaweza kulipokea. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number one is wisdom for church growth. Basi la kwanza ni hekima ya ukuzi wa kanisa. Wisdom for church growth. Hekima ya ukuzi wa kanisa. Pastors at this church growth conference God is going to give you wisdom. Katika kongamano hili la ukuzi wa kanisa Mungu atakupa hekima. What is wisdom? Basi hekima ni nini? Wisdom is how you think. Basi hekima ni jinsi ambavyo unavyofikiria ama kuwaza. Listen, the way you think affects what you do. Jinsi ambavyo unafikiria na kuwaza inaathiri yale utakayoyafanya. The way you think, jinsi ambavyo unafikiria affects what you do. Inaathiri unachofanya. And it affects the outcome of what you do. Na pia inaathiri matokeo ya kile ambacho unafanya. For example, kwa mfano, poor people, most poor people have poverty mentality basi watu wengi masikini wana ile nia ya umasikini the first reason why poor people are poor is because they have poverty mentality sababu ya kwanza watu masikini ni masikini ni kwa sababu wana nia ya umasikini na if 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 there's somebody here who is poor who has a poverty mentality kama kuna mtu yote hapa ndani ambaye ana nia ya umasikini who has come to this church who has come to this church ambaye amekuja kanisani humo who is with us right now instead of who is with us right now ambaye yuko hapa kanisani instead of coming to pastor jimmy to ask pastor jimmy in seven years i realized that god has blessed your ministry akuje kwa pastor jimmy amuulize naona hivi mungu amekupa this huge property that you have hii wa rasilimali kubwa unayo look at the hundreds of people that you have angalia watu 100 ambao uko nao can you share with me ebu shiriki nami how god has used you jinsi ambavyo mungu amekutumia na instead of that badala ya kufanya hivyo the person will be looking at how to get money from him yule bwana atatafuta njia ambavyo anaweza toa pesa kutoka kwa how to be able to get a nice coat as the one that he has apate koti nzuri kama hili lake i get what i'm saying when you ask a poor person how much money 
You say you need money. How much money should I give to you? Ukipata mtu maskini umuulize unahitaji pesa, ni pesa ngapi nikupe? A poor person comes to say I really need a lot of money. Atakwambia nahitaji pesa nyingi. I really need a lot of money. Nahitaji fedha nyingi. Please give me a lot of money. Nipe pesa nyingi. You ask him how much money do you need? Unataka ngapi unamuuliza? He say I need a lot of money. Nahitaji pesa mingi. If you can give me 5000 shillings. Kama unaweza nipatie 5000. 5000 shillings. How much is that? 50 dollars. Hiyo ni dola 50. What do $50 do for you? Sasa dola 50 za Kiamerikani itakusaidia na nini? A poor person cannot think far. Lakini mtu maskini hawezi fikiria mbali na kubwa. That is why he continues to be poor. Hiyo ndiyo sababu anabaki kuwa maskini. So wisdom is the first thing that you need. You need wisdom for church growth. Basi hekima juu ya ukuzi wa kanisa ndiyo kitu la kwanza ambalo unalohitaji. In Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 7 the Bible says that wisdom is the principal thing. Vas katika kitabu cha Methali 4:7 maandiko yanasema kwamba forget wisdom and with all you're getting get understanding. Hekima ni jambo la busara na katika ufafanuzi wako wote pata kuelewa. Wisdom is the principal thing. Basi hekima ni jambo la muhimu. Pastors so at this conference God is going to infuse you with wisdom. May you receive wisdom in the name of Jesus. May you receive wisdom from God. May God change your thought patterns. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> now listen to me. Write this down. Mighty works are the result of wisdom. Kazi kubwa ni matokeo ya hekima. Mighty works. Kazi kubwa are the result ni matokeo of wisdom. Matokeo ya hekima. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How do you say it? What did you say? Matokeo? Matokeo. Matoko? Matokeo. Mat matokeo. Keo ya hekima. Ya hekima. Yeah. Hekima. Atayanga. Now listen. <laughs> Pastors, mighty works, kazi kubwa are the result of wisdom. Ni matokeo ya hekima. Let up your right hand. Inua mkono wako wa kuja. Say Father, give me wisdom. Sema Baba nipe hekima. For mighty works. Kwa kazi kubwa. Father, give me wisdom. Baba nipe hekima. For mighty works. Kwa kazi kubwa. Father, give me wisdom. Baba nipe hekima. For mighty works. Kwa kazi kubwa. In the name of Jesus. Katika jina la Receive wisdom for church growth. Kwa hekima kwa ukuzi wa kanisa. Now look at Mark chapter 6. Mariko 6. Mark chapter 6. Mariko 6. Mark chapter 6. Mariko sita from verse 1 mstari wa kwanza And he went out from thence and came into his own country Basi and, akata, and his disciples followed him Akatoka kwao akaja katika mji wake mwenyewe na wanafunzi wake wakimfuata And when the Sabbath day was come he began to teach in the synagogue and many hearing him were astonished saying from whence had this man this things and what look at it and what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands what wisdom is given unto him that such mighty works are wrought or are done 
by him basi ni hekima kuu aina gani aliyopewa ya kwamba kazi kubwa aina hii inaweza fanyika mikononi mwake now they knew jesus as a carpenter they saw him growing so Wali. when they saw the powerful things that he was doing they realized that the man was operating with superior wisdom walimjua yesu kama mwana wa seremala yeye mwenyewe akiwa mseremala kwa hivyo walimjua yeye kama mtaalamu wa useremala kwa hivyo walipoona kazi kubwa wakati alikuwa anazungumza wakashangaa na wakajua ni hekima for your pastors listen for your church to grow you need wisdom for church growth ili kanisa lako likuwe unahitaji hekima juu ya ukuzi wa kanisa the way you think jinsi ambavyo unavyofikiria the way you think jinsi ambavyo unavyofikiria the way you think jinsi ambavyo unavyofikiria eh daniel did mighty works because he was wise basi danieli alitenda mambo makubwa kwa sababu alikuwa na hekima solomon did mighty works because he was wise suleimani alifanya mambo makubwa kwa sababu alikuwa amejawa na hekima look at me hebu nitazameni king rehoboam the son of solomon mfalme rehoboth mwana wa suleimani he inherited a mega church basi aliurithi yule kanisa mkubwa i listen to me unanisikiza eh Someone had built a mega church. Basi Suleimani alikuwa ameujenga kanisa kubwa. The 12 tribes of Israel. Basi wale uh, kabila 12 wa Israeli. Peacefully living in a big country. Walikuwa naishi kwa amani katika nchi kubwa. When he became the pastor, alipokuwa mchungaji wao. At his very first meeting, basi katika ujumbe wake wa kwanza. Based on the wisdom that he had, kulingana na ule hekima aliyokuwa nayo and the pronouncement from his mouth na mtamko kutoka kunywani mwake he lost 11 tribes Alipo- and was left with only one alipoteza kabila 11 kabakisha moja his church was scattered kanisa lake likatawanyika why mbona because of the type of wisdom that he had kulingana na hekima aliyokuwa nayo So if you are going to grow a large church, kwa hivyo kama utaenda kuuza kanisa kubwa, you need to operate by the wisdom of God. Lazima utende kazi kulingana na hekima ya Mungu. Can I have an amen? Nipate amina. You see the decisions that pastors take. Sorry. You see the decisions that pastors take. Basi unaona yale uamuzi ambao maamuzi ambao wachungaji wanafanya. Your church is under a tent. Basi kanisa lako liko chini ya hema. And you are driving a BMW. Na una, una, unaendesha lile gari kubwa BMW. You are driving an expensive Benz. Basi unaendesha Benz yenye gharama. You have 50 people under the tent. Uko na watu 50 chini ya hema. But the wisdom that you have is personal enrichment and personal advancement. Lakini ile hekima uliyonayo ni kujitajirisha mwenyewe. That is why your church is the way it is. Hiyo ndio kwa sababu kanisa lako liko jinsi ilivyo. Mungu turehemu. Hello. Instead of focusing on the church, badala ya kutilia maanani mambo ya kanisa, preaching in the church, ukihubiri pale kanisa, training people, ukiwafunza watu, having programs, ukiwa na mipango, you are all over the place. Wewe uko kila mahali, a man of God, mtu wa Mungu. Moving ukitembea having conferences ukiwa na makongamano having conventions ukiwa na ma, uh, mikutano ya uishio na listen busikiza it is not at every stage of your life that you must do everything 
sio katika umri wako katika umri wako mdogo ndio lazima ufanye kila kitu Don't force yourself to do a conference because everybody is doing a conference. Usijilazimishe kuweka kongamano kwa sababu kila mtu anaweka kongamano. Now as we have come here. Basi jinsi tumevyokuja hapa. You say oh, Pastor Jimmy invited us for a conference. Unasema mtu I think a conference is a good idea so me too. Mchungaji in about three in about three months time I'm also going to have I'm going to invite pastors to have a conference. Mchungaji Jimmy ametuita kwa kongamano. Kwa hivyo unaona wazo la kongamano ni wazo nzuri. Kwa hivyo hata ukirudi unaenda unaita watu waje kwa sababu umepata wazo la kongamano. When Pastor Jimmy stands before us here and is talking to us about church growth, having a vision for church growth, you know winning the lost and all that. He's not talking theory. He's talking something that he's practicing and he's talking about something that God has given to him. I get what I'm saying. Now you can also go, but what you are saying is just air. You are just blowing hot air. There is there is nothing to support what you are saying. Basi mchungaji Jimmy anaposimama hapa akiongea juu ya ukuzi wa kanisa na anatuambia jinsi ambavyo kile ambacho anatuambia ni kile ambacho amekitenda kazi na kiko. Stop moving around from church to church. Sit in your church, concentrate on that church and build that church into a mega church. Wacha kutembea hapa na pale ukizungumzia mambo ya ukuzi wa kanisa ka pale kanisani uhubiri ukuze kanisa So you can see that a lot of the wisdom that we pastors we are operating with it doesn't help our churches to grow Utaona ya kwamba zile hekima ambazo tunazo uh, tunazo kama wachungaji hazisaidii ukuzi wa kanisa letu You see your calling pastors inviting international speakers to come and preach for them. Unaona mchungaji jirani akiita wachungaji wahubiri wa kimataifa waje. Me too I have to invite somebody. Hata mimi pia lazima niite mtu. Do you know how much it costs to invite an international speaker? Je, unajua ni gharama gani ambayo inagarimu kuleta mtu? Do you know how much it costs for Pastor Jimmy to have me here? Unajua ni gharama gani aliyoenda kunikuwa nami mimi hapa? My ticket basi the hotel gharama ya ndege the food gharama ya hotel and all that gharama ya chakula By the time you finish your money that you should have used to buy a land to build your church you have used it on a man of God that you don't need. Baada wakati ambapo mkutano unaisha ile pesa ungetumia kununua kiwanja ya kanisa umeitumia yote kwa mtumishi wa Mungu ambayo hata haikuja kusaidia lile fedha. Stop comparing yourself with other pastors. Be yourself. Just be yourself. Wacha kujilinganisha na wachungaji wengine kuwa wewe mwenyewe. You know Bishop Doug. Askof Doug. People were surprised at the growth of Lighthouse Chapel International. Basi watu walishangazwa na jinsi ambavyo kanisa la Lighthouse lilivyokuwa. Their ministries that started years before he started his ministry. In fact, he used to attend some of those churches. Kuna huduma kadhaa zilizoanza mbele yake na pia yeye alikuwa mshirika wa yale huduma. Are you listening to me? Yeye unanielewa? I am talking about the design of wisdom for church good wisdom. Wisdom. Ninazungumzia hekima ya ukuzi wa kanisa. For many many years, kwa miaka kadhaa, Bishop Dad didn't go anywhere. Askofu Dag hakwenda popote. He 
focused on the church. Alikuwa ametilia maanani kanisa. He was building the church. Alikuwa pale kanisani. He was training leaders. Alikuwa anawaandaa. He was training pastors. Alikuwa anawaandaa. He was having camp meetings. Alikuwa na mikutano ya ndani. He used to take out to places he would be there for 3 days. Alikuwa anatuchukua na tupeleka nje tukawa kule siku tatu. He would start in the morning preaching into the night. Angeanza asubuhi akihubiri hadi jioni. He taught us about loyalty. Anakatufundisha juu ya uchi. He taught us about the work of God. Anakatufundisha juu ya kazi. He taught us about sacrifice. Anakatufundisha juu ya adhabu. He taught us about church planting. Anakatufundisha juu ya kupanda kanisa. He taught us about growing large churches. Anakatufundisha jinsi ya kusimamia makanisa. He taught us about missionary work. Anakatufundisha juu ya kazi ya umishonari. And all those years. Hizo miaka zote. He was in the cathedral. Alikuwa pale katika ukumbi. He never went anywhere. Hakuenda popote. He never went anywhere. Hakuenda popote. Before people realize, kabla watu wagundue, Lighthouse was having 50 branches. Lighthouse ilikuwa na matawi 15. How did it happen? Imekuaje hayo? Before they realize, Lighthouse was having 100 branches. 200 branches. 300 branches. 300 branches. And it just started exploding. Na ikaenda tu kulipuka kulipuka. It was later that he started traveling. Baadaye hatimaye baadaye ndio alianza kusafiri. It was later that he started traveling. Ni baadaye tu ndio alianza kusafiri. He spent all his energy, his effort in his church building structures. Pastors spend time, spend time in the church, raise up leaders, train your people, talk to them, teach them, spend your time, spend your time in the church. Stop running around and trying to be a man of God. Wachungaji tafadhali tutumieni muda wetu kuandaa watu wetu kujenga kanisa letu tuache njia mambo ya kutembea kule nje kuwa mtumishi wa Mungu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now listen. Skiza. Don't try to be a man of God when you are not a man of God. Usijaribu kuwa mtu wa Mungu ihali wewe sio mtu wa Mungu. There are different stages of ministry. Basi kuna viwango kadhaa vya huduma. You must spend a lot of time preparing yourself in ministry. Lazima utumie muda wako kujiandaa kwa minajili ya learning ukijifundisha learning ukijifundisha following God ukimfuata hearing the voice of God ukisikia giving yourself to what God has given to you ukijipa kwa kile ambacho Mungu amekupa but you see we lack flashy things we like flashy things tunapenda vitu vya kifahari we like nataka vitu vikubwa we like to move around with bodyguards nataka kutembea na men in black when we arrive your bodyguard is carrying your bag and your bike watu wanabeba wanabeba biblia pande ile nyingine all this they don't build a mega church hizo vitu vyote havijengi kanisa kubwa that's not the way to build a mega church sio hivyo kujenga kanisa Train your leaders. Anda viongozi wako. Spend time with them. Kuwa na wao. Spend time doing outreaches. Basi tumia muda wako ukifikia waliopotea. Choose the income of the church wisely. Ukichagua viongozi wa kanisa tumia hekima. There's a time that you need to be just normal. Kuna wakati ambapo inafaa tu uwe normal. Normal. Uwe tu mtu wa kawaida. Isi my father in the ministry Bishop Dad basi baba wangu katika huduma askofu dag all his bishops many of us maskofu wake wote wengi wetu we drive big cars 
tunaendesha magari makubwa he bought it for us alitununulia i drive a nissan petrol a nissan petrol ninaendesha gari aina ya nissan petrol pickers gari kubwa do you know what he drives najua anaendesha nini he drives a pickup truck yeye anaendesha ile kanta ya pickup pickup sorry the head of one of the largest international organizations in the whole world well kiongozi wa kanisa mmoja wapo ya makanisa kubwa zaidi ulimwenguni almost 3000 branches in more than 70 countries Basi, he drives in a pickup akiwa na zaidi ya makanisa 1000 katika ka, kila nchi akiendesha pickup you are having 50 members 100 members 200 members 500 members nobody can talk to you when you are walking we don't know whether you are floating you are floating like that unaongea kana kwamba unapaa hewani unaninginia juu ya hewa i don't know whether some of you have been attending his pastors conference the iron sharpnet iron conference in ghana kama kuna wachungaji hapa ambao wamesafiri ghana kwenda ile kongamano la iron sharpens one of the things that baffles people when they come for the conference moja wapo ambayo inashangaza watu wengi wakija kwenye ile kongamano is when he appears to come and preach ni wakati ambapo anakuja kuhubiri and he is introduced as bishop dad na anatambulizwa anatambulizwa kama askofu dad and it's like ah is it the bishop dad wanauliza huyu ndiye askofu dad is the bishop dad he wears his african batik yeye yeah, anavaa manguo hizi zetu za Kiafrika. And he's walking around preaching. Na anaenda hivyo akihubiri. Is it because your idea of a man of God is wazo ndogo tu ya mtu wa Mungu. When you are walking amen. Your bodyguards. Come my bodyguards. Come my bodyguards. Come my bodyguards. Come my bodyguards. Wasimamizi. Take my 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 listen. Bebeni. I'm a water. Make sure my water doesn't listen. Wewe ni mtu wa Mungu. Man of God. Mm, mtu wa Mungu. Ah, yes. Man of God. Mtu wa Mungu. That is not how to build a mega church. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Yeah. Lift up your voice and give the Lord a shout. Pigie Bwana Yesu makofi mazuri. Put your hands together for the Lord. Pigie Bwana makofi mazuri jamani. Please be seated. Tukae tafadhali. How many of you are here? I am talking about living an influence for church growth. Ninazungumzia jinsi ambavyo kuwa na ushawishi juu ya ukuzi wa kanisa. Living an influence for church growth. Kuwa na ushawishi juu ya ukuzi wa kanisa. So the first aspect of the living that you need is wisdom. Basi Jambo la kwanza ambalo unalohitaji ni hekima. Kanaba amen. Amen. Kanaba amen. And if you want wisdom you must walk with wise people. Na ukitaka hekima lazima utembee na watu wenye hekima. The Bible said that he that followed uh fools shall be a fool. Ninasema kwamba anaye anayetembea na wajinga ama mjinga yeye mwenyewe atakuwa mjinga. Hallelujah. Wisdom, hekima. Wisdom, 
Hekima. Wisdom. Hekima. Wisdom. Hekima. Wisdom. Hekima. Hallelujah. Number two. Jambo la pili. The second aspect of the living that you need is that as you are sitting at this conference, you must be ready for God to change your stereotype. Jinsi ambavyo tunavyokaa katika kongamano hili jinsi jambo la pili ambalo tunahitaji tuwe tayari Mungu abadilishe nia zetu you must be ready for God to change your stereotype lazima umruhusu Mungu abadili nia yako hallelujah what is stereotype basi nia ni nini what is stereotype what is stereotype? Basinia ni nini? Hmm? Ni jinsi ambavyo unavyofikiria. Now, stereotype talks about the way you are used to doing things. Basi ni jinsi ambavyo umezoea kufanya mambo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Stereotype talks about the way you are used to doing things. Nikuruhusu Mungu abadili jinsi ambavyo umezoea kufanya mambo. Now in the ministry you realize that you are used to doing the church in a particular way. Utagundua kwamba katika huduma umezoea kufanya huduma kwa njia fulani. But you see you must not be stiff. Unaona lazima usiwe mtu ambaye umekatalia you must, be, you must be you must be ready to modify. Basi lazima uwe tayari kubadili mambo. What you are doing? Kile ambacho unafanya? After this conference, baada ya kongamano hili. When you go, ukirudi. Based on some of the things that God is going to speak to you. Jukwa kulingana na zile vitu ambavyo Mungu atakuzungumzia. You must change some of your practices. Lazima ubadili jinsi unavyofanya mambo fulani. Some of the things that you are doing, you must actually stop them. Wengine wetu zile mbapa, zile vitu tunazofanya lazima tuyakome. Don't be an old tree that cannot be bent. Be flexible in the hands of God. Usiwe mti ambao umesimama mnara ambao hauwezi 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 kuinamishwa. Amen. Amen. Look at me. Look at me. When you are walking with God, you have to be very careful not to be stiff in the hands of God. Unapofanya kazi ya Mungu lazima uwe mwangalifu usiwe tu mtu ambao umesimama imara. That is what caused Moses's ministry. Basi hiyo ndiyo iliyomgarimu Musa huduma yake. Being stiff, being experienced. Too, too, too much experience in the hands of God. Alikuwa na utaalamu mwingi katika kazi ya Mungu. As a pastor, you must allow the Lord to guide you. Kama all the time kama mchungaji lazima umruhusu Mungu akuongoze wakati wote you must be listening to the voice of God all the time uo ukisikiza sauti ya Mungu kila mara hallelujah you are not the one who is building the church jesus said i am building my church sio wewe unajenga kanisa yesu alisema nitalijenga kanisa langu you and now we are just laborers in his hands sisi mimi nawe ni watendakazi mikononi mwake first corinthians 3:9 the bible says we are laborers together with god andiko inasema kwamba sisi ni watendakazi pamoja na mungu and when you are the laborer 
or you are the servant you must learn to take instructions basi ukiwa mtenda kazi lazima ujifundishe kuchukua maagizo so when you don't learn to take instructions you become stiff you become unflexible and then god cannot use you usipozoea kufuata maagizo utakuwa umesimama imara na inakuwa vigumu mungu kukuhusumia so the second component of the zaimi of the living that god is going to give you at this conference is that god is going to show you some stereotypes that you must change basi katika kongamano hili kuna baadhi ambavyo vitu ambavyo Mungu atakuonyesha ili uyabadili in Exodus chapter 17 kutoka 17 when the children of Israel wanted water wakati wana wa Israeli walitaka maji God told Moses ngwaambia Musa take your rod achukua fimbo lako strike the rock gonga mwamba and water will come na maji itatoka he did it kafanya hivyo and the water came na maji ikatoka and the people were very happy they were very happy na watu walikuwa na furaha walikuwa wamesisimuka later on baadaye hatimaye in numbers chapter 20 uh, katika uh, hesabu 10 the same situation arose basi hali ile ile ikatokea again tena the people yearn for water watu wakiwa wanataka wakiwa they were murmuring against moses and aaron walikuwa wananungunika juu ya musa na haruni for water wakitaka maji haleluya haleluya bana look at it sasa sikiza take the rod you and aaron you and your brother aaron gather the congregation together speak to the rock before their eyes and it will yield its water thus you shall bring water for them out of the rock and give them to the congregation and their animals this time god said don't strike it but do what speak wakati huu mungu anasema lizungumzie usiligonge Striking is different from speaking. Kugonga ni tofauti na kulizungumzia. But you see, Reverend Dr. Moses he was stiff. Kasisi Musa alikuwa amesimama imara. He knew what to do in ministry. Yeye alikuwa anajua kile anatakana afanye. He knew what to do in ministry. Alijua kile anatakana afanye katika ushindi. He was not ready to change anything. Na hakuwa tayari kubadili yote. One of the reasons why God has brought you to this church go conference because he wants to lead you to change certain things in Moja wapo ambayo imefanya Mungu akulete hapa kuna baadhi ya vitu ambavyo angependa uyabadili. There are certain things that you are doing in your church that you must either change, you must modify or even stop completely. Kuna vitu ambavyo labda unayafanya pale kanisani itabidi uyaache ama uyabadili ama ukome kabisa utupilie mbali. Amen. If you don't do that Usipo you cannot build a mega church usipofanya hivyo hautalaumu makanisa makubwa in my church one of the things that we do actually is the only thing that we do is we, we do sales we are a sales based church basi moja wapo ama ndio kitu chochote ambao tunafanya kanisani mwetu na yale mashirika ya nyumbani in 2007 i had a privilege of attending the church go conference in Seoul Korea basi mwaka na saba nilikuwa na fursa ya kuenda kule Korea kuweza kuhudhuria kongamano ya ukuzi wa kanisa and when you go there you are taught and you experience and you understand that that whole huge church of 800,000 people 
is divided into little 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 cells. Basi ukienda pale utafundishwa na utawezeshwa kuelewa kwamba hilo kanisa kubwa imegawanywa katika mashirika ndogo ndogo za kinyumbani. So I came back from the conference inspired to do cells. Basi nikatoka kwenye ile kongamano kama nimehuishwa kufanya yale mashirika ndogo ndogo. I was pastoring um, one of our cathedrals when I came I spoke to the church about the cells. I trained my leaders. We started and the church just exploded. Nilikuwa nikichunga mojawapo ya kanisa letu ambalo pia ni kubwa na nilipokuja nikawazungumzia nikawafundisha viongozi wangu juu ya mashirika tulipomaliza kanisa likainuka. A year later I was transferred into another church. Basi mwaka mmoja baadaye nikahamishwa kwa kusanyiko lingine. My current cathedral mahali ambapo niko sasa now when i was going nilipokuwa nikienda i knew what i was going to do nilijua ninachoenda kufanya i was going to do sales nilikuwa naenda kufanya mashirika ndogo ndogo because that was what the lord had inspired me to do kwa sababu hiyo ndiyo mungu alikuwa amenihimiza nifanye pastors remember that you must build the church according to the inspiration direction instruction and leading of the holy spirit basi wachungaji lazima tujue kwamba inabidi na inafaa tujenge kanisa kulingana na mwongozo na uwisho wa Roho Mtakatifu. God wants to guide you. Mungu anataka kukuongoza. God wants to show you what to do. Mungu anataka kuonyesha la kufanya. Hello. I said God wants to show you what to do in your church. Mungu anataka akuonyeshe la kufanya pale kanisani. You have to work in partnership with the Lord. Lazima ufanye kazi kwa ukaribu na Mungu. In Mark chapter 16 and verse 20 the Bible said and they went everywhere preaching the Lord working with them and confirming their word with signs following Mariko the kumi... Lord working with them Mariko 16:20 nasema ya kwamba walienda kila mahali wakihubiri injili ishara na miujiza ikiwafuata Bwana akifanya kazi pamoja na wao In Acts chapter 15 when there was a confusion you know whether the the non jewish christians should be circumcised and all that the apostles the elders they sent they wrote a letter and they said it has pleased the holy ghost and us to write this letter to you it has pleased the holy ghost and us we are in partnership katika katika kanisa la mitume kulitokea mtafaruku kati ya wayahudi na na wale ambao sio wayahudi kwa hivyo wakaandika barua wakasema kwamba imetufaa sisi so pastor listen to me you must be open to the voice of the lord lazima tufungue mawazo yetu na masikio yetu kwa mazungumzo ya roho mtakatifu there is no church that you are building basi hakuna kanisa ambalo wewe unalijenga jesus said in matthew 16:18 will build my church. Yesu yeye mwenyewe alisema nitalijenga kanisa langu. How many of you can understand what I'm saying? Wangapi wanaelewa ninachosema? In Psalm 32 and verse 8. The scripture says God says I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way that thou should go and I will guide you with my eyes. Mani. I will instruct thee and I will teach you in the way that thou should go i will guide you with my eyes nitakuelekeza nitakufunza nitakuonyesha njia 
ambayo ningelipenda uyapitie machoni pangu. That is why we have the Holy Spirit in our life. Hiyo ndio kwa sababu tuna Roho Mtakatifu maishani mwetu. Jesus said in John 16:13 he will guide you into all truth. Basi katika Yohana anasema kwamba atatuelekeza katika ukweli wote. If you don't allow the Lord to guide you in the work that you are doing you'll be frustrated. Usipomruhusu Bwana akuongoze kwenye ile kazi ambayo unafanya basi utashushika moyo. For by strength shall no man prevail. Basi kwa nguvu hakuna mtu atayefanikiwa. You won't believe that when I went to the new church I forgot about the cells. Basi utaamini uta, uta kwamba nilipoenda katika ile kanisa lingine nikasahau we are doing other things. Basi tunafanya mambo mengine niliachana na mambo ya shirika ya nyumbani. And before my eyes na machoni pangu the church started finishing. Kanisa ikaenda kuisha. From 250 people kutoka uh, watu 200 somewhere in April pale mwezi wa 4 by September October September October we have dropped to about 141 tulikuwa tumerudi watu 140 tukarudi chini chini I'm talking about changing your stereotype Ninazungumzia juu ya kubadili jinsi unavyofanya mambo. The first component of the living for church growth is wisdom for church growth. The second component is that you must be ready for God to change your stereotype. The way you do things in your church. Jambo la kwanza ni hekima, jambo la pili ni kumruhusu Mungu abadili jinsi unavyofanya mambo. Is yesterday when I was coming to church? Jana nilipokuwa nikija kanisani. When I got to the gate, nilipofika kwenye lango. I saw a lot of young people. Kaona vijana wengi. I said, who are these people? Dancing. Wanacheza. Music. Wanacheza mziki. Placards. Wakibeba uh, vibango. You are welcome to House of Grace Oganta Rongai. Umekaribishwa. The, the place of champions. Umekaribishwa katika kanisa la House of Grace Oganta Rongai. We welcome you to a nice place. Tunakukaribisha mahali pa nakopa. May you be blessed. Waacha ubarikiwe. They were dancing. Na wanacheza. I said to myself, Kasema, I've never seen anything like this before. Sijaiona hii tena mimi. I mean it's like before you even enter the church. Kabla you have an experience that you are a special person. This place is an exciting place. This place is a good place. Since yesterday I have been thinking how can I implement this in my church? Tangu jana nimekuwa nikifikiria nitafanyaje hili kule kwangu. I'm not a fool. You there something nice. Kama kuna kitu mzuri. There something helpful. Kama kuna inasaidia. Mbona nisikope? Chukua. Very stiff. Now listen to me. If you want to grow, come on, You must learn all the time. You must learn all the time. Learn new things all the time. Jifundishe mambo mapya kila wakati. Open your mind and learn new things all the time. Fungua macho yako na ujifundishe mambo mapya kila wakati. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see you having a mega church. Naona ukiwa na kanisa kubwa. I said I see you having a mega church. Naona unakuwa na kanisa kubwa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every pastor, every church that is represented here. Kila mchungaji kila kanisa imewakilishwa. Mwaka kutoka church will be a different church. Kanisa lako litakuwa tatasa tofauti. Boundaries that you have not been able to cross, you cross them in the name of Jesus. Ale vile viwango ambavyo hujavuka utayavuka. I was praying before the Lord. Nilikuwa naomba mbele za Bwana. What is happening to the church? Inafanyika. What should I do? Nifanye nini? 
And the Lord said to me, "Wanakaniambia, why have you gone away from the cells?" Mbona umeacha mashirika ya nyumbani? Nilifundisha juu ya mashirika ya nyumbani. Was that not the wisdom that I give to you? Hiyo sio hekima niliyokuwa. Why have you gone away from it? Mbona umeacha? Wow. I woke up. Macho yangu nikaamka. I called one of my senior uh, assistants. Nikamkamita mmoja wao. I said Pastor Richard. Mchungaji Richard. We are going back to sales. Tunarudi kwenye mashirika ya nyumbani. This was towards the end of 2008. Basi mwisho wa mwaka 2008. I spent the first three months of 2009. Nilitumia miezi mitatu ya kwanza katika mwaka 2009 nikifundisha juu ya mashirika nikiwaandaa viongozi and then in April 2009 uh, mwezi wa 4 mwaka 2009 we launched the cells basi tukaanza mashirika and that was it na hivyo ndivyo ilivyokuwa and that was it na hivyo ndivyo ilivyokuwa the church started exploding kanisa ikaanza kukua the church started exploding kanisa ikaanza kulipuka Why did the church begin to grow? Mbona kanisa ilianza kuwa? Because God showed me to move away from my own stereotype. Kwa sababu Mungu alinionyesha nitoke katika jia zangu. May the Lord open your eyes to things you are doing in your church that God wants you to move away from. Waacha Mungu akufungue macho uone yale ambapo unayowafanya na anataka uyaache. And I'm saying that in your church. Na inasema kwamba katika church. There are certain things that you are doing. Kuna vitu unavyofanya. As you sit down here unapokaa hapa and God's wisdom comes to you na hekima ya Mungu inakukujia for some of the things baadhi ya mambo you may have to change them itabidi uyabadili for some of the things baadhi ya mambo you may have to modify them lazima utayaa for some of the things you may have to stop them completely utayatupilia mbali kabisa yeah as we are sitting down here basi unapokaa hapa you must be watching out for lessons basi utakuwa una, unaangalia yale mafunzo I said you must be watching out for lessons lazima uji, u, u, uangalie yale mafunzo can I have an amen pate amina because god is going to give you some lessons kwa sababu mungu atakupa baadhi ya mafunzo lift up your right hand inoa mkono wako wa kulia say lord sema bwana give me some lessons nipe mafunzo in the name of jesus now look at proverbs chapter 24 and verse 32 Methali 24:22 Then I saw and considered it well I looked upon it and received instruction The NIV says the NIV says Then as I looked and thought about it I learned this lesson Listen as we are sitting down here and the word of god is coming you must learn some lessons unapokaa hapa na neno la mungu linakuja kwako lazima ujifundishe baadhi ya mambo fulani you must be writing down some notes so when i go i'm going to do this lazima uwe unaandika unaweka vitu chini ya daftari i'm going to do this nikienda nitafanya hii when i go i'm going to do this nikienda nitafanya hii otherwise after 3 days of the conference last if you bad as kutatu ya kongamano People will be asking how was the conference? What was the conference was very useful. It was very enlightening and pastors we have ways. It was very enlightening. It was very powerful. It was very edifying. But what did you learn? Oh, it was a good conference. You don't need a good conference. You need a conference that gives you lessons. So that you can pay 
stretch out the old living ili ya kwamba uachane na miondoko ya zamani look at first corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7 First Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. Wa Corinthians wa kwanza 5 mstari wa 7. First Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7. Page therefore page out the old living that you may be a new lamp. Achini. So as we are here Unapoka. there are some old living Kuna in your church. And God is saying page them out, take them out. Take them out. Yaondoe. Take them out. Yaondoe. So that your church will become a new lamp. Ili kanisa lako liwe na mwondoko mpya. A mega church. Kanisa kubwa. I see you experiencing a mega church. Naona ukiwa na kanisa kubwa. I see you experiencing a mega church. Naona ukiwa na kanisa kubwa. Hallelujah. Living an influence for church growth. Ukileta ushawishi katika ukuzi wa kanisa. Amen. Amen. There are three components of the living. Basi kuna avidokeso vitatu. That God is going to give to you at this conference. Ambaye Mungu atakupa. Number one, he's going to give you wisdom for church growth. Jambo la kwanza atakupa hekima. Number two, he's going to change your stereotype. Jambo la pili atabadili unavyofanya mambo. And number three, la tatu, he's going to give you a mountain for mega church. Atakupa upako wa kanisa. Now before I talk about our mountain, kabla sijatokea up. I like to stand to our feet and pray a little. Ebu tusimame kwa miguu yetu tuombe kidogo. Stand to your feet. Everybody. Simama tafadhali. I want us to pray a little. Nataka tuombe kidogo. Everybody stand to your feet. Kila mmoja simama. Lift up your hands and begin to pray. Inua mikono yako na uanze kuomba. Kabala shakatalawa. Come on lift up your hands everybody. Tell the Lord give me the wisdom for church growth i need wisdom wisdom show me the way to go in the name of jesus come on speak to him and tell him lord i need the wisdom for church growth wisdom maria dabaria dabadabadaba shatakalayadabadabadabaka and then tell him lord i also need to know what i need to change in my life what do i need to stop what do i need to change what do i need makato shedebedebe labra teke debedebedebe ka Father, help us to know what to do in the name of Jesus. How we can break the stereotypes in our lives in the name of Jesus. Give us this yeast that we need for our churches to grow in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless you, we honor you, and we glorify your name in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. I prophesy over your lives. Let the church begin to grow. Let the living that has been stopping our church be cast out and let the yeast that needs to be put in our church come in now in the name of Jesus. We release the wisdom, wisdom, wisdom for church growth into our lives. We release the wisdom for church growth into our churches. We release the wisdom for church growth into our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, show us and guide us and show us what we need to do and what we need to change in Jesus name. And everybody says amen. Amen. Can I hear better? Amen. Amen. Tafuta mtu mwambie I, my church will grow. My church will grow. Yeah, come on. Give them a high five. Tell them my church will grow in Jesus name. Somebody say amen. Amen. Wow.
you have been blessed by this message, we invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Collegon, opposite the Collegon Main Gate. Please note our service times. English services, early rain service, 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. His presence service, 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And love and faith service, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Other languages, L'Eglise Glorieuse, French, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gain, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant Youth Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling and further inquiries, Please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.